listener. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast. The Yulikit Woolen Clan of the Boonwurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, four. Hello. Hello. How are you? Two things to celebrate. Okay. For everyone living in Australia, we are two thirds of the way through winter. <laughs> it's actually yes. something to celebrate. This isn't is it? very good. And very we have excited. actually a segment today that is very closely tied to that. All about this, yes. However, one month to go, we are doing amazing. <laughs> You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> and also something else, Sevi. What does yes. the 31st mean to you? Well, yesterday we officially launched Lyft, our new gym program, into the Kick app. So a lot of you might be starting your very first workout for all of those of you who maybe have already enrolled. But if you haven't, you can now. It's a 12-week progressive gym program. Obviously, it's it's using gym-fixed equipment. So it's not an at-home workout program. And basically, it's a plan to follow. So it's a really great way if, you, if you've if you never followed a gym program before or you've kind of have a gym membership, but you always end up doing like a kick workout in the corner or running on a treadmill. Now you have something to follow. So you can go to those fixed pieces of equipment that can be incredibly intimidating for those who have never touched them before and have something to follow to, to give you the confidence to do so. And I am there with you every step of the way. So I'm demoing all the exercises. We've got steps to describe how to do every exercise and voiceover cues for form from Danny. If anyone's seen the session Steffi does with Dan, yes, with this Danny is Danny on a Thursday and you thought, I want to do these, that's what they are. This is what, yeah, it's Danny's I've always thought they look hard. They're great. They are hard, but they're great. And so also the other thing I wanted to flag Form is everything. And if you need to take more rest than what is in, in the workouts, just pause or just don't continue on. It's all rep-based, not time-based. So you do the reps at your own pace, um, which which is why there's the range there because everyone will get it done at different times. Thank you for the permission well, it's to go permission. at my it's own just, pace. Yeah, well, yes. Yes, please do. So you're welcome. <laughs> okay, so last week I shared the story about falling off the treadmill, yeah. which is life's one of life's worst moments. <laughs> truly. Oh, God. Truly. Yes. I, yes. It's just not no vibe. <laughs> no vibe. <laughs> it's not. But the reason why you shared it, Laws, is because we have been talking more about gym intimidation. I can never say the word. Gym intimidation. Gym intimidation. Yep. Which is basically intimidation in the gym. Yes. <laughs> you want a simple life? No. Exactly right. Um, and that is because we've just launched our program, Lift, our new gym program. Obviously, this stuff can happen in the gym and it's embarrassing, right? Like we're not going to be like, oh, it's fine. It's, it is embarrassing. But we just hope that sharing some stories like this, you'll get back up and you'll get back in just the gym. These things in. happen to everyone, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Especially to our amazing community members oh, that have sent them in and they are so because just, it's in a gym environment it's very funny because there's always people around yes there's always other people around and that's like always the most embarrassing part really rather than the, the thing itself first one is from melanie i get to the gym and start stretching on the mats but facing everyone and in full pigeon pose when i feel some airflow where i shouldn't I soon realized that my leggings had ripped at the crotch and I was not wearing underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Mo! 
but determined to complete my workout, I camped out in the bathroom and had my boyfriend come meet me with a sewing kit from home. I sewed the hole and got right back to it. Sorry. 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 There's so much to unpack. Melanie is sustainable. (laughs) I would never think about sewing my tights back together to complete my workout. I don't even know how to sew. Um, Melanie, that see, look, she didn't even she didn't even take a breath and like come back another day. She literally just continued her workout on the same day. That is like I am very inspiring. Do you know what it's making me think of? (laughs) Sorry, complete side note, but on the weekend I didn't tell you that I did this. Okay. I went for a walk mm-hmm. on Sunday and it was sunny and it was the water looked so good on the yeah. beach that I was like, I want to go for a swim. Okay. And so I went for a swim in my crop top and my my undies. Yeah, sure. and my undies. My and my undies were uh, brown, uh not brown, sorry. You were you G bang. It wasn't G bang, it was it was probably mid mid brief. Oh, nude nude cheeky. However, when you go into the water, it goes see through. Yeah, no shit. And shame. there was a tour bus that had uh, just got out and there was generally about uh, 50 people walking past on the beach and I was just kneeling in the water being like, and it was so sh- like, you know how it takes so long? And it would have been so cold. It was too. so cold. And oh. I was, I, you should have seen the speed. And also Bill and Ben were with me, my dogs, they were trying to scratch me in the water. It was so mortifying. And you should have seen the speed that I ran back into. So I had to run. What were you wearing on top of your underwear? Tights. I wasn't going to go in in tights. It would have been Why? so cold. I would. It was too cold. I would have got sick. So I prioritised not getting sick. So you came out without a towel because you weren't planning on going have a towel. for this No, swing. I didn't have a towel. So you came out with wet legs and a Oh, I had track see-through. pants on actually. So that okay. would have, you so can't go to me put on. I was like, how on earth did I you put sprinted. So fast back to the shore, except because I had to go out so deep. It was quite a journey. (laughs) You should have seen the speed that I put my track pants on. I had so much sand and water on, but I was so embarrassed. And then I was like, is this illegal? Am I a nudist? I don't know. Oh, my God. And then these two guys were like, is it cool? And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) You just saw my ass and I don't want to talk to you. Anyway, sorry to say, but that just reminded me sharing showing your whole bum. And one more thing I have to ask you. Yes. Do you wear undies with your workout gear? Yes. I had to ask you this too. I know people who don't. You Wait, are you about to say you don't? I would get thrashed. Oh my God. Thank you. I would get thrashed. I yes. agree. I don't understand how that's possible. Like just, I don't know. And I can't. I there have is dreams there is about forgetting to wear underwear. underwear in, in the, I agree. In I've never the, been out of it. What's the word I'm looking for? The world? In the world. <laughs> in the shops. <laughs> in the, like there's the plenty that exist. Underwear. Find your, you find your pair that A works. A lot of people actually don't wear underwear it's, with their leggings. I, mm. I would actually love to know. Do people wear how many of you wear underwear with your leggings? And if you don't, how do you? I have dreams about forgetting to wear underwear. Like That's, nightmares, not dreams. Yeah, and I just, I don't, mm, I just feel like when there is seamless, like if it's a look thing, like you don't want the lining of your undies sticking out, like if, is it because you haven't found the right seamless thing or do you actually find it more comfortable not wearing underwear? Mm. That's what I'm not sure about. Because Imagine I just, no. Jeans. <laughs> Why? Okay. All right. Next one. This one is from Bella. I had just finished a set and went to take a drink from my water bottle. POV, it's 5.30 p.m. and the gym is pumping. There is not a single bench free in sight. I go to take the lid off of my water bottle and instead of just taking off the part where you sip, I accidentally took the whole lid off at the same time and didn't notice. I went to take a drink and poured water all down my activewear and all over the floor and bench and this... (laughs) 
This was at least half of my litre bottle. I had the whole gym staring at me. That's funny. Can I say? What? I love your dedication, Bella, to being hydrated, but a one litre drink bottle is obnoxious. What do you mean? It's so big. Oh, What's, that's seven fifty. Oh, that's it? true. I was going to say I was. I literally had this at the gym with me today. So I think that's seven fifty. Okay. Any more than seven, unless it is a liter, and it maybe it's okay. Maybe However, I'm thinking of the two liter bottles. They are too big. You're also meant to drink a lot of water when you work out, like to hydrate. refill it. So people ain't if got Bella the time. had have had a three hundred miller, would have <laughs> been just a drip. <laughs> That actually reminds me of Thil's story. We shared a reel of our team sharing stories and he dropped dumbbells on his drink bottle and the, the apparently the drink bottle exploded. And what well, did everyone. Thil not have a sustainable drink bottle? Well, no. Well, <laughs> well then, here we go. <laughs> okay, now we have some voice memos and this one is from Michelle. Hi, ladies. Just want to start by saying I absolutely love the pod. Um, okay, so I used to be a coach at F45 and one morning I was demonstrating how to perform a barbell push press in front of about maybe 30 odd people. Anyway, as I was pushing the bar up above my head, I knocked my nose and fell to the ground because it hurt so much. <laughs> Once I reached the ground, I realized that I was on the floor in front of about 30 people. I wasn't in pain, but I was just so embarrassed. <laughs> I went to the bathroom and cried for about 20 minutes because I was just so embarrassed of what had just happened. The worst part was that my crush was one of the 30 people that were watching me, um, but it's okay. Have Happy ending. Him and I have now been together for two years. <laughs> oh, what can I say? Michelle, I loved this, the laugh at yeah. the end. Like, mm, yes. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. And do you know what? It makes you human doing things like this. Human. And human. <laughs> human. Yeah. Human doing things like this. And maybe that was the moment your crush was like, I've always thought that Pencil Michelle was just untouchable and too perfect yeah. but she's she's human and that was a connecting it's moment it's nice to hear that a trainer can but still fuck it up that well. is mortifying I always I actually always think about that because I mean obviously like when you're doing it you're concentrating on the movement right but like she would have been talking through the movement so she would have been and at 45 it's fast they explain things very fast <laughs> okay this next one is from Mia so I was sitting on a box between sets and I moved across the Velcro and managed to rip a huge hole across my entire <laughs> butt cheek. And to make things worse, I had nothing to cover it with. And so I had to like awkwardly run out of the gym trying to cover my ass with my bag. And it was my favorite pair of shorts. Aww. Was Mia wearing underwear? <laughs> I want to know. Also, Mia, you, I mean, you should have gone to the bathroom and waited for someone to bring your song here. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Melanie said the bar height. That is just, really it is just that moment of running through the gym yeah. and there's so many people and not being able to explain to every person, yeah. hey, I actually just ripped this. <laughs> so sorry. Don't mean to flash you. Because that's what you want to say to everyone. That's what you would do. That is 100% what you would do. You'd be like, see, I, <laughs> see, I know there's a hole there. I'm sorry about this. I didn't come oh, this hi, way. Sorry, um, I'm Laura. I've got a hole in my pants. Don't, don't mind me. That is 100% how you would play this. Oh, my God. That is so funny. I just got the visual. Oh, thank you for sending that in, Mia. Okay, last one we have is from Amelia. Laura, I think I can beat your treadmill oh, story, no. actually. <laughs> I was back in the gym after I hadn't worked out in ages. So it was my first one in a while, Aww. hopped on the treadmill and it was going pretty well. So 
turned the speed up, started to get a little bit tired, but I thought I'll, I'll push myself a bit. And then like three minutes later, I vomited, not on my treadmill, but to the side on the treadmill next to me that someone was on. Uh, so they had to jump off. Imagine just running on the jet the gym, someone fucking vomits on you. Sorry. Amelia, I love you. I love you and I don't I don't want you to you shouldn't that's okay but the the person next to you that would have been quite a fright and yeah the treadmill because with the vomit of flick straight it off the back <laughs> Oh oh wow I've I've got one I've what? got one it's producer Oscar <laughs> butting it again I I once I saw on Instagram there was like a rooftop gym and I thought, oh, my God, I want to do that. I want to get a few <laughs> selfies on there. So I went to this rooftop gym. You've got to get a lift to go up there. And I, I had to go somewhere. So I was trying to like race through this uh, this program thing. And we've got like the bar, the what do you call the dump, the, the thing that you hold on to, the weight, and you swing. Kettlebell. Yeah, kettlebell. And what's the move I'm doing now? Kettlebell swing. Yes, kettlebell swing. Okay. So clearly I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And I did a swing and this lower butt, this pain burst like in my lower back was so bad I fell to the ground. And it was a really hot day. And so after I I finally, I was able, like the the lady helped me up. Everyone's looking around. Lady helps me up. It's so hot. It's so painful. I then, and I'm six foot six and a half. So I faint, hit my head on the concrete roof. And all I remember is waking up. So fast forward an hour and a half and the paramedics, the, the ambulance comes. I mean, no, this is no joke. It's so bad that, that, and they couldn't, they didn't know how to get in. And so, because I'm so tall, I can't fit in the, in the, in, I can't like go on a stretcher and go into the lift. So they have to bring in the wheelchair. I've got the green whistle. I'm on the ground now when that happens. But so they've strapped me into this wheelchair thing and they've got a strap around there. So I look like I'm being wheeled out. I'm holding the green whistle. I've got a video of this. And I'm being wheeled out and I do not look well. And, yeah, it was horrible. I was at the hospital for the next day. So, yeah, I haven't gone back to that gym (laughs) for a while. No, no. Sorry, Oscar. Kettlebell swings, uh, that is the exercise that that people – if you don't know how to do it, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Some of the techniques I have seen people <laughs> swinging kettlebells is very dangerous. You know what I hate, though? That I is hate... just so funny. Oh, God. That really, yeah. like, got worse and worse. It <laughs> was so tragic. I have not been back there since. Oh, gosh. But I, I just, with kettle swings, this is what annoys me. Kettle if you're a PT, swings. please listen in. <laughs> I've seen that many gyms where PTs are walking around. They're obviously there yeah. to help people. And I can see very clearly a bunch of people. I'm not a PT, but I also know the right technique for a kettlebell kettlebell swing. If I see people doing it wrong and PTs just walk past them, I'm like, shame on you. Same. 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 Especially if people are swinging above their head. (laughs) Yes. You don't don't need to do that that if you're like a full machine person, you know exactly (laughs) what you're doing. Otherwise, I, I level. I level. It's all in the hips. And core. Core, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That's where I went wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> to be honest, in winter, which we are in in Australia, mm. for anyone listening in Europe on a holiday or if you live there, love you but don't like you right now. But for everyone... You know, oh, they do experience winter as well. Yeah, I know, but right now but they right are now living they're... their best living, <laughs> as we like to say now, their best lives. Yeah. 
We're not sliving. We're not sliving. Unless you love winter, I do not like it. And I think the thing I don't like about winter Mm. is how short the days are. Yes. And how dark it is. Yes. And I find every single time Mm. around this time of year, I feel really sad. Yeah. And I just wanted to talk about it because I feel like it's actually quite common. Yes. It's incredibly, I definitely feel the same way. I think my mood when I wake up in the morning and there's even just a just a little glimmer of sunshine it changes my mood instantly it starts my day off so much more positive than if it's dark and it's staying dark because it's raining or it's cold it's really hard it's hard not just to find motivation for things like exercise and stuff like that but it's hard just to find the motivation to feel good and like happy just to be yeah It it is much harder I completely agree now We wanted to do this segment because if anyone is feeling this way, we just Mm. want you to know you're not alone. Mm. It is completely normal. I feel you. Steph feels you too. Mm. And we wanted to ask a psychologist about this Mm. because we've actually spoken about this on the podcast and seasonal affective disorder is a real thing. It's Mm. not just, you know, we're making it up that we feel sad in winter. It is genuinely a thing. And so we spoke to Tash Balaks, who is a psychologist based in Melbourne, And we asked Tash to speak through what SAD is, so that's Seasonal Affective Disorder, why it happens and ways we can help get ourselves out of it. Okay, so Seasonal Affective Disorder, or SAD as it is referred to, is commonly known as the winter blues. And I think all of us have had experiences where we feel a little bit lower and flatter during the winter months. It is important to remember, though, not all of us who experience um, a low mood are experiencing seasonal affective disorder. Seasonal affective disorder is based on the duration of your symptoms. So a persistent low mood, a loss of pleasure or interest in normal everyday activities, generally feeling irritable, feelings of despair, feeling lethargic, lacking motivation and sleeping for longer than we need to or than we would prefer to. Um, We don't actually really fully understand the exact cause of SAD, but the theories are often linked to lack of um, exposure to sunlight. Like when I speak with clients, most of the time when the sun comes out, they typically feel better. So that is a really strong correlation between the seasons and our overall well-being. I think something really important that I talk to um, with my clients about is that it's actually really important to anticipate these feelings of feeling a little bit lower, feeling a little bit slower, flatter. When we're expecting the same things from ourselves during the different months, it can really impact our self-perception. So, for example, say when we're, you know, going out and about in summer, feeling quite active, moving quite a lot more, it is typically because the days are longer, we're feeling more motivated, we have more exposure to sunlight, And then the more you do, the more you do in terms of motivation. But we can't then expect those same things from ourselves in the cooler months. So when we're unable to meet those standards that we've set ourselves, we feel really low. So that's why I talk to my clients a lot about lowering our expectations for these months so that we don't have a negative self-perception or negative self-evaluation. It is also really interesting that we could actually be a little bit more genetically predisposed to feeling a little bit flatter during the winter months. Like I know people who have actually had to move states um, because of the impact that the cooler weather and the shorter days have had on them. 
Uh, whereas other people, they tend to not necessarily be bothered by the cooler weather and they actually like bunkering down a little bit earlier, you know, staying warm in their home. It is really important to talk to a professional about how you're feeling. Obviously, there's like talk therapies like CBT and counselling. Uh, there's also another interesting therapy, which I actually don't know much about, which is called light therapy, which is pretty much just a light box that simulates sunlight. And there's also lifestyle measures, which in my opinion has the biggest impact on our mood and our overall functioning. So getting outside as much as you possibly can, moving as much as you can. When we move, it really increases our motivation, but also our sense of achievement. So maintaining that is a really helpful way to maintain motivation. Also just eating foods which really energize us, which make us feel good. It's not to say that other foods are bad. We never use those words in therapy, but foods, there are definitely foods that are helpful in these circumstances. Like I said earlier, though, it's really important to anticipate our mood being slightly lower during these times and doing our best to manage it and not expecting the same output from ourselves. Yeah, there's a lot of golden nuggets in there. I think what I could relate to a lot and what I loved, which I literally just internally gave myself permission <laughs> to listen to and we're like, yes, this I need to, I need to hear this loud and proud, is the lowering the expectations. Mm-hmm. Because even recently, I have been getting almost like down on myself and stressed because for a while there, I was like going for a walk every single morning. Even if it was like 15 minutes, it was just getting outside before getting in the car and getting to work. Whether or not I did a kick workout that morning as well, you know, great if I did and fine if I didn't, but at least I'd done something, some sort of movement, got out in the fresh air before being in the office all day. And I haven't been doing I've probably honestly been going on maybe two walks a week and that's obviously very different to every day every morning and most of them are Mm. on the weekend right and it's because of a few different things but like also some of the mornings have been honestly pitch black in the time that I could walk freezing like super cold but also wet and if it's raining like I'm just not, I'm not motivated enough to walk in You're the rain. You're not the gal walking outside <laughs> with the raincoat all squished up so you That's can just see me. your eyes <laughs> and your me. nose. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when I see those people, amazing. So do I. I Trooper. But it's not me. I also think you must be cold. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, and so, like, it has been harder, and but I've been hard on myself about it. Like, I've been like, this is something that you know is good. Like, get back into it. And so I've, I've been trying to do things instead. Like, I'll I'll do Pilates while Harvey's having his porridge and I'll just do it in front of Bluey on the TV. And I'll find some sort of movement. But I am missing those walks. And I think just hearing that, like, realistically, it's not going to look the same as your routine in summer is just one of those obvious things that sometimes someone else needs to tell you that to, for you to be like, oh, yeah, And it's psychologist. <laughs> Yeah, then exactly. you're like, wow, the psychologist said I need to lower my expectations. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think that's one good point. I think the other side of that, though, mm. is if you go to the other extreme, mm. which is not moving yeah, exactly. and not doing anything. Because I Taking find during winter, exactly, yeah. I think lowering expectations, summer's very busy, like our yeah. weekends, everything's really, really busy. We don't have as much energy in winter. That's mm. okay. However, but what I sometimes fall into the trap of is that especially it's real? I don't know, maybe it is the sun, but I, I get very close to burnout every year at this time. Mm-hmm. And so my way of dealing with that is reclusing on mm-hmm, the weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And what that means is like I, I don't make plans because yeah. I'm like I just can't. I can't even the mental load to like think of making a plan and then yeah. having something scheduled that I have to think about makes me really overwhelmed. Yeah. So I just don't do it. And that for me is actually really bad because then what happens is I'm like literally just cleaning my house or working the whole weekend yeah. Yeah. and I'm not filling my cup yeah. with the people that I love and my friends and family and just getting out of the house and that really impacts my mood. Mm. And then also with exercise, I'll find too, obviously, you're, you're so right. Like the other day I was running and it's very dangerous to me to run in the dark because I'm it very is. clumsy. I, I'm very concerned about you. <laughs> I'm still coming back from my knee injury. So I'm not allowed to run on the footpath. So I'm running on like a track yeah. and I'm like with little roots and things. Yeah. And I'm the other day I was running, I nearly fell four times. I'm like, but I'm committed. I'm committed because <laughs> I know that in winter it is so easy to yeah. just say, yeah, take the pressure off. However, don't take so much pressure off so that you don't, you move, don't move your body and you mm. don't see your friends because that's, I think, when you feel really, really sad. And reminds me almost of uh, COVID. I felt oh, this yeah. through the whole time. Yeah. I found sometimes I didn't, like, we weren't allowed to do anything. Mm. Obviously, it's fine, but <laughs> agreed with fine. everything. It's not fine. Whatever. Well, it was fine. Well, it was what it was, right? It was what it, we're not going into that. <laughs> However, what I found was there were days where I was didn't we didn't leave the house and I didn't even like we might have needed something from the supermarket and I couldn't be bothered. I could not find the motivation mm. to do that. So that's what I find sometimes when you're not doing things, you just literally do nothing and you don't even have the motivation to leave the house. And that's not good for our mental health no. either. So yeah. it's trying to find that balance, trying to find ways to still move your body. It is so important. What yeah. I've been doing on the days that I don't get up to work out in the morning, mm. I will do I'll catch the train because yeah. that means that I have more incidental exercise. So I have to walk to the train station and then walk from the station to work. Yeah. And then also what I'm doing is sometimes I get off a stop early. Mm. So then I have an extra like 15 minute yep. walk home and then at least it breaks that time up. I've got fresh air. Yeah, I feel way more energized when I walk inside instead of kind of just getting, being in traffic and, and getting oh, yeah. home. Oh, absolutely. So that's helping me a little bit too. But I am trying to really say, okay, I want to do four runs a week and like maybe yeah. a few Pilates classes or whatever it is on, on kick. Work. How can I do that? And really trying to force myself because I go the other way. Yeah. And just do nothing. Yeah. Do, well, I mean, I loved how you said about the train station um, example. I, I find like sometimes like it is so difficult to make that. And by the way, this isn't to interject, uh, Mandy, delete. But No, don't um, delete. This is good. Okay. But you have so, to introduce yourself. Oscar. Oh, Oscar. Oscar. Okay, producer Oscar. Oscar. Mandy's sick. <laughs> She's, um, I'm the emergency school teacher. I've been called in. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wondered because I sometimes like I wake up and I see you guys on Instagram and I'm like, oh, how do they do it? Like mm. you, you were talking before about going for a walk in the morning, but it's the getting out of bed part. Like how 100%. do you do you focus on what what do you focus on to just re I don't know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I mean, my thing is that my alarm clock is a human child, so I, <laughs> I have to get out of bed. <laughs> yes. But okay. in saying that, like what that's been my trouble is recently I've been rolling out of bed, staying in my pajamas, going and getting him and then just sitting on the couch with a coffee. Yeah. Like it, the hardest part is then, okay, going and putting my active wear on, yeah. getting the pram out and like actually going for a walk or like rolling my mat out. So it is that that step and I find any way I can – um, remove some of those hurdles. Like I'll put my active wear, the first thing I see when I roll out of bed, it's right there. So it's like mm. this trigger to be like, put it on, Steph, put it on. You had this plan the night before that you were going to do something, put yeah. it on. And then if I, if it is going to be Pilates in front of the TV, 
the night before I'll roll out my mat and I'll have my dumbbells or band ready mm. so that even when I get Harvey and I come downstairs again, it's there. I've had the like reminder that yeah. this was your intention. And do you pre you pre schedule your and workout? And I pre schedule my workout as That's well. That's the other thing. I think about the it days. The if I haven't planned, if I just say, oh, I'm going to do something in the morning, you, you scroll. I will not it's get like up. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I won't get up. Yeah. I just won't get up because I'm like, oh, I didn't even know what I was going to do. So like, as if I'm going to think about yeah. it now. It's like you have to plan what it is. And then I think for me too, Oscar, what I find is. I know how shit mentally I feel when I don't move and how it just makes me kind of go into, like, especially during winter and how much my mind needs it. So I just try to tell myself, get up because you will feel so much better for this. I literally came home the other night. It had been a couple of days since I had done a workout, which is obviously fine, but I was starting to feel it mentally. And I'm not a person who works out at night. Like I'm I'm pretty much morning or nothing. And I got home and Josh had just started cooking dinner and I just looked at him and I was like, I need to move. I need it. I need it. And he was like, okay. okay. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not helping with dinner, but I need to do a workout right now. Like, I need to use this time. And yeah. he just like looked at me and was like, okay. <laughs> so I think you just, as Laura said, you just remind yourself like how much better you feel once mm. it's done. The hardest part is putting your runners on. Yeah. Yeah. Good advice. Thank you guys. Pre planning. <laughs> Pre- ske- so do you do you schedule it in your calendar or is it? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It helps. It helps. It to for on a more serious note, if anyone is. Yeah feeling down as Tash said please know that you there are people that you can speak to if you can reach out to a psychologist we shouldn't feel down all the time we all need to feel joy in our lives and if you also need help remember that Lifeline is always available 24 7 and you can call them on 131114 we just can't get through that without jiggling. I know. We love ourselves <sighs> sick, don't we? We do. We do. Okay, Steffi, what have you got for us this week? Barbie. That's all I'm going to say. <gasps> you know what? what? We have not spoken about this. This is... Oh, God, you seem upset with me. Well, no, I'm upset with myself because oh, okay. you went to the premiere. <laughs> yes. I rudely didn't even ask you how it was. We That's have, okay. We've we had, have had very... Our days currently, <laughs> just for anyone that cares, probably no one. Uh, back to back with meetings to the point that like today we're 8.30 till 6.30, 30 tonight, 6.30 yeah. with a 15-minute thing. So there's yep. not a lot of time to gotcha. catch up on the things that we love, including asking my best friend how <laughs> she found the Barbie movie. So I am so sorry. How was you it? You do not have to apologise because I, I, you weren't around when I told the team about it. I actually it. was. I did hear a little bit. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't engage. you. Okay. Well, no, because my desk is literally yeah, yeah, 10 metres away. And I so know. when I butt in, I'm like, what are you over there? Get involved me. So it's embarrassing. So I did. Okay. Well, anyway, it is. it was great. It was great. It was funny. It was witty. It was just. Interesting. It this was seems so more well positive done. than when you were with the team talking about it. Why? No, all I said was oh, you've no. Not the been one real caveat. for the people on the podcast. I did. I literally said the exact same thing. The only you? caveat I said it's PG. Was, I heard it's you a PG say that. movie, which I think is fair because when I said it was funny and everything like that, it's de- it, it it's definitely funny, but it's PG funny. So like, mm. if kids are allowed to watch it, there's obviously I I feel like there's a I prefer R funny. I'm so, what the hell is R funny? <laughs> I don't know. What like, movie is R funny? None. <laughs> Sorry, MA15. Yeah, thank you. Um, but no, I, I found myself laughing the whole way. There was there was this, I mean, I suppose if you if you didn't grow up at like 
into Barbies or anything like that, you probably won't get the same nostalgia pull. But mm. like there was a lot of things that I was like, oh, yeah. and it took me back to my childhood. Um, and it was just really well done. And honestly, Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie friggin' nailed their roles. I forget Ryan Gosling's in it he, because he hasn't been in Australia. It's all been about Margot Robbie, but he didn't bother to come here. So it should be about Margot. Well, he didn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, so anyway, he was a great Ken. And it was just, it was a very, very well done movie. Was it boring? Um, okay. You're going to go into it with a negative headspace because I know you and you weren't that excited <laughs> no, I, about it. I you were invited. expectations. Yeah. But you just like also went. You're not like when everyone was getting excited about it, you're like, what well, it was Barbie. Like, I, why are we I think we spoke about it. It looks boring. Okay. But I haven't seen it, <laughs> so I can't share my opinion until I've but seen it. What I'm saying is I asked your you, energy is towards it, it this entire time, even with all the marketing and everything. Yeah. Everyone's been pumped I think about it. You've done a great job with marketing. You have not been pumped I have admired about the marketing, yeah, but I fine. haven't admired the film. My point is, I think when you go into a movie already in a negative headspace, you're probably going to focus on any of the negatives. No. When you go in with low expectations and it's actually good, then you leave happy. <laughs> well, I hope that's the case. I really enjoyed it. I okay. really enjoyed it. But it's me and our girlfriend it's PG. really enjoyed it. Yes, it's PG. Well, I don't have the same taste <laughs> as both of you, so I'll hate it. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. We, we often like the same things. I think you'll like it. There's a lot of like um, feminist puns and stuff in, in throughout the movie. I think you'll <laughs> like a lot of that. That's you. That's you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, so yes, highly recommend going and seeing it. Which was? It's a song. Aww. I am obsessed with this song. I played it the whole way here. I was in like so loud in my car. Mm -hmm. It is Mastermind by Taylor Swift. Oh, I yeah. had not heard that song much. I did like it, <laughs> but it wasn't one that I went back to a lot. You know what's funny? Yeah. Because when Taylor came out, when the yeah. tickets came out, I said. I thought you said when Taylor came out. I was like, what, like 20 years ago? Oh, like, to the world. Yeah. No. When she announced her tour okay. and it went on sale yes. in Australia. Yeah. I was one of the people, and this is my my opinion only, don't come for me, but I. You're not a Swifty. I'm not. I do love her music. Like yeah, I listen not, to it a lot, yeah. but I'm not a diehard, like I'm going to cry if I see Taylor Swift. Yeah. So my thought, I would love to go, but yeah. my thoughts were, you didn't want to waste I don't want to waste a ticket on someone who's not going to cry it's seeing Taylor nice Swift, right? Take, yeah. That was my point of view. Mm -hmm. However, with all the hype, oh God, I thought you were I'm about becoming. to say whatever. Uh, although I've got tickets, I was going to no. kill you. <laughs> oh yeah, because you don't. No, no, no. It's okay. Go. Well, you could text her anyway. You've already hung out with her. You've okay, had your Taylor. Okay, stop that. Moment. Everyone said that. I literally lost her number. You okay? Continue. No, but this I'm saying you've already had time with done. her. You went to her home. <laughs> we're just asking to go to a concert. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, anyway. God. So. I, in the hype, mm. I'm one of those bandwagoners. So now I'm like, okay, I need to like Taylor Swift more. And I've just been listening to more of her music. Anyway, Mastermind, yeah. I reckon I've played it 100 times in mm. the past week. And the chorus, which happens, I think it's about 25 seconds in. It's like, you know, it's yeah. just like really happy. I love it. It makes me feel good. That's good. I'm yeah. glad. I've been playing it very loud a lot. Good on you. Do you like that song? No, I just, I love that your special share is a Taylor Swift song. Which Why? Yeah, it's like, not that special, I've got to say. Like, <laughs> Do you not like the song? No, no, no. no but like, like, it's just, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> dumb. <laughs> like, well, I mean, let's get the most popular artists. <laughs> and uh, let's, let's highlight that. It's like me when, when <laughs> Steph does a special share, it's like I analyze it. Like, really? No, no I love this. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Taylor Swift has 45,000 songs. She doesn't have 45,000 songs. How many does she have then? She has a lot of she songs. She has a lot of songs. Yeah. So this is one that I have identified that is a what is diamond in the rough? 
Is that what you would say? But I don't think Taylor has rough. <laughs> anyway. Okay. We are done. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wrap it up because I've had enough of you. <laughs> okay. Okay. If you want to get involved with the podcast at KickPod on Instagram, slide into our DMs with a message or a voice note. <laughs> you tap. Yes, that is how you interact in DMs on Instagram. <laughs> we'll be back in your ears on Wednesday. And uh, we are also on socials at Lauren on <laughs> at Steph Goldsmith and at KickUp. Yes. If you'd like to find more. And if you want to try the Kick. new gym program. Yes, you can. You we can. have a seven-day free trial, which you can search K-I-C in the App Store and you will find us. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>